Is this thing gone? Are we live? Welcome, welcome. I'm ready. Alright, guys, we here. I can't believe it. We made it. We made it, guys. Two years ago, we had this idea for the podcast. And, you know, here we are. Now, we hit the pause for the moment. We made it, King. We made it. I'm your host. moment of silence man just gotta take it in I'm humble I'm your host Southern Gentleman aka Devon Reed aka one half of the mental podcast production and one half of the mental podcast hosts not one half one one third one fourth one fourth one third one third shout out to um Castle Ant you know our other our other host who literally was here and then just left so I guess he said he went to Go ahead, you say something? Well say he said he was gonna get bogeys, man, and never came back. The niggas like my dad. Said he was going out to get cigarettes, never came back. <laughs> Hopefully he pop up, I don't know. But you know, we couldn't wait. We had to start recording. But and I mean I am your um your host, your gracious host, Southern Gentleman. Um, like I said, we got our other co host, Castle, aka Ant, aka all I know is Mayo. We have our, our, our intern, and I would like to call him Frank, Frank with the big C, shout out to Frank, he, you know what I mean, I asked him to be a part of this, we haven't, um, you know what I mean, ironed everything out completely, but like I said, you know what I mean, the man's our intern, man, he here, wait till you get on the mic, man, it's, the guy's a trip, the guy's really a trip, but, you know, um, we got one more host, you know, last but not least. Uh, my name is Kiana, I am... The fiance slash girlfriend of Devon. We've been together for eight years. And of Seven. course, you know, really, you have to be specific. But um, I'm down for whatever all the time. So that's why I'm here. Because I wanted to really be a part of this. So here I am. Give it a round of applause, man. People don't know, man. People don't know. People sleep on camera, man. Tell me real quick what you do. Well, <clears throat> if you do not know already, I am into baking. I am a cake decorator right now. And so it's something that I really love to do. I started cake decorating maybe like a year ago. But overall, I've been baking for maybe like going on maybe five years now. So it's something that I really, really love to do, and I'm trying to become... Really good at it, too. Really good at it. Thank you. Um, I'm trying to become um, more invested in it, trying to make it more of a career type of thing, because um, I feel like you should be passionate about what you choose to do. Definitely if you have to do it for for the the rest rest of your your life. life. Exactly. So that's what I'm passionate about. So I'm trying to, you know, get into some different things, learn... Everything I can, like always, you know. So, one of the issues I have because um, I never can keep a job. 
Because, you know, I'm just too opinionated. I, you know, y'all know me. Devon Reed, Southern Gentleman. I call myself Southern Gentleman because I was born and raised in North Carolina for 14 years. And I came up here. And when I tell y'all, y'all city slickers was moving. Y'all was moving. It was like New York City. Derby was New York City to me coming from, you know what I mean, a farm town. Like, it was it was big. So, once I um I got a taste of what it was up here, I never looked back. And, um you know, maybe to the man I am here today. But uh, I just wanted to say, man, we, um, again, I just want to thank everybody who's listening, if anyone is listening, because, you know, it took us so long to get here. And, you know, we are very humble and gracious for um everything that you know has been given to us all the fans everyone who's subscribed to our youtube page mental podcast productions follow us on youtube subscribe you know follow us on ig we do um anniversary uh videos we do birthday videos we do interviews or we sit down with local artists called mental evaluation and we get a um a good outlook of their background and how they got started into the rap game you know we have also just thousands of a the bunch content of ideas, a bunch of things that we want to work on oh yes yeah, speaking of work on man we need contestants man we have so much like so much content and just you know people we ask certain people you know try to get people into the spot spotlight you know try to work with them collab and you know certain people just flake you know so yeah we need people Always who's willing to for, participate uh, people to participate to be a part of you know the fun the ideas because it's no. all fun. It's literally all fun. Anyways, you know, back to the, the subject at hand, which is this podcast, man. I just, we just want to, first of all, give a quick run through of how this got started. And without even going further, we have to shout out, you know, Joe Budden Podcast. We have to shout out Black Fives Matter Podcast because yeah. those two were really the stepping stone for the us. Inspiration. Definitely the inspiration because. You know, well, you know, Joe Budden, we all know, I'm going to get him out the way quick because we all know that he's just a person who always stick to how he believes, stick to what he does. And I felt his rise to fame, you know, as a basically media exec, really, you know, um, his rise to fame just was this crazy because he, he found something that he liked to do. He did it with his friends and it just stuck and people and eventually fucked with it. And man, that's that's literally what we're trying to do with this with this content and with the mental podcast productions because we just had so much fun shooting um Bando's video. Shout out to Bando, Letter to My Love on YouTube. We had to take a certain part out because the copyright in you know, that kinda of fucked us up. But it was a really dope part, you know, but it's a really dope video. Our first time we got out there, it was nice. You know, and you know, that's just what we're trying to do, man. We just out here having fun. And um back to uh BVM, you know, the family my sister and her friends, you know, they started a podcast and it, you know, it just made us believe that this was within grabs, you know what I'm saying? It just wasn't something that was so far-fetched and that had to be a dream and stay a dream. You know, it, it was something that we can manifest and, you know, it just started as a dream. It started as an idea. You know, we, we brought it into fruition and, you know, that is just such a proud moment for us just to be here right now and being able to record it it took us so damn long last a night really really long time <laughs> just to even get this popping man and, and you know we, we got it man let's hit the applause one more time i guess matter of fact we might as well start with the with the um the introductions the intro songs man because this is how we feeling uh, i'm that bitch yeah. Ooh. 
Been that bitch, still that bitch. Okay. Will forever be that bitch. Be that bitch. <laughs> yeah. How we feel today, Mona man? Lisa break a nigga in the uh-huh. pieces Had to ex some cheesy niggas out my circle like a pizza yeah. I'm way too exclusive, I don't shop on Insta boutiques All them little ass clothes only fit fake booties Bad bitch, still talking cash shit Pussy like water, I'm a mother and relaxing I would never trip on a nigga if I had him Bitch, that's my trash, you the maid, so you back him I'm a savage, classy, bougie, ratchet Sassy, moody, nasty that's how we feeling today, man. We savages today. Shout out to Savage and the Savage Challenge. I know everybody's seen that going on. Definitely, they definitely did. That was definitely dope. My favorite one was um, I don't want to give nobody no love, but Queen Quinn. Hers was dope. Uh, I seen one with uh, two daughters and their mom. That was pretty dope. And, you know, those are the ones that stuck out to me. The rest of them are pretty much repetitive. Yeah, I haven't participated, but I love to see the videos. Oh, yeah, we love the content. You know what I mean? We love the content. I'll tell you right now. Y'all check out our trailers because we love dance, especially me. You know what I mean? But we'll get into the second intro because that ain't it, man. Y'all don't know. Now, two years ago, when I first had this podcast, I was like, you know, I gotta find the perfect song. And then, like a year ago, I found this shit on a commercial, bro. It tickled me so bad. We're gonna let this rock. Cause this is a celebration. I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just feeling the king. I just feel like that ain't it. That ain't it. We, we waited too long, man. This is a celebration. We're not gonna stop here because it, it took us years. A long time. A lot of planning. A lot of planning. A lot of planning. A lot of ideas still. Man, that's why. At least we're here now. That's why that, that that can't be the last song, man. Y'all ain't ready. Classic. Oh, this this right here, man. This come out on the cookout, man. You cannot get your ass up. That's how we feel right now. Get your ass up because mental podcast is here. Marv has such a sweet ass voice, man. It's insane. Mm. 
I'm sorry, I didn't turn into a party king. That's how I feel right now. Mm. Nope, get your ass up. You heard what he say? It wouldn't be right. It wouldn't be right if I didn't play this on my hand. This is it. This is gonna be the last one. But y'all don't understand, man. This is this is it right here. This when is I a good one right here. Man, repeat that for them, Key. This is a good one right here. Shout out to Tyler, the creator. Yo, y'all just wait till I get the gunshots, man. I, I was, I was gonna try to kill, like cool it. I thought getting the gunshots and getting, you know, what I mean, the extra sound effects was a little extra, but we need that shit right now. Insert gunshots right here. Uh huh. What? What'd you say? guys that was our intro man i just i'm sorry I, it was supposed to be a couple songs but i just i can't stop man i can't stop I, I was just feeling it man straight up i was feeling it let that soak in real quick i had a little playlist man it was that was nice so uh do you think it's time to Explain a little bit what we're about. Perfect timing. See, this is this. Y'all don't understand, man. I'm about to get into my film. This is why I love this girl, man. People don't understand. She, she, I. I'm gonna let y'all in on a little secret. I shouldn't even be saying this because y'all gonna think I'm crazy. But Kiana thinks I'm crazy, and I don't care. She knows she's laughing because she know I'm gonna say. She know I'm gonna say, and this is and this is how it just came full circle. She can read my mind, guys. I'm telling you, I'm taking it to the grave. There's been situations that I can't bring up right now. I can't remember, but <laughs> I'm taking it to the grave that when this girl is on her deathbed, she's gonna say in her last breath, "I could read your I mind really the whole time." I can't. I really can't. She's only saying that. We, yeah. we, when you're with someone so long, you just sometimes you just know what they're gonna say. Okay, so they who say it? You know. Who's ever seen a Justin Burrow? You know how he literally couldn't tell Emily Blunt that he knew that these niggas was fucking around with nigga shit because if he told her, shit went in everything. That's exactly the situation here. She can't tell me because if she tells me, I don't know what's going to happen to her and I don't want to find out. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, she's going to tell me her last breath. She is. 
But with that being said, she's right. We should get into this. And you know, this this podcast started two years ago when I was a stay-at-home dad, and um, you know, the uh, it was fun. It was so fun. It really was being able to be at home with my kids every day and being able to watch my daughter grow up because you know with jojo i was actually out i was working when he was like that kid so i missed out on all those little moments of you know just little fun moments that you know i mean most people say oh it's okay but you know all parents take it to the grave you know what i'm saying all parents say no i missed it you know like there's certain things that us parents like we just know as parents we're hard on ourselves speaking of being parents do you want to speak on a little bit of your own children and you know, when you became a part of the parenting world. That is true. I've been a parent for a while. A really long time. It's weird because even though my brother had my daughter, I mean not daughter, <laughs> that sounds crazy. Even though my brother, Keem, Charlie Keem, had Anaya Newt Newt, the like she had him she she um he had her first I still had my first kid, like, the youngest. I think Brittany might be. I think Brittany was 18. No, nah, no, nah, Brittany was 19. Her birthday was late. She got, she stayed back. Brittany was 19. But, yeah, so me and Brittany were, like, we tied neck and neck for, you know. But it doesn't matter. No, I, It was a blessing. It really was, you know, not at the time. I ain't going to lie. But when it came down to it, it was a blessing. It really was. And it, um, it warmed my heart to be a parent. And it still does. But um, sometimes so, I'm not gonna lie, the stress gets to me, and it, and it get it got to me a couple years ago, and I found myself like being sad how and many kids not do wanting you have? to. So what? How many kids do you have? Four. Okay. <laughs> I was getting to that. I was, but um, that's what happened. You know, I you know it did. We went from just having because you know my oldest lives in California, which is Kiana's trying to get me to tell the story, and I'm trying to. But, you know, um, my oldest kid live in California. So when we had Demi, it became, you know, a two kid household. And, you know, it was actually very hard at first, you know, being a stay at home dad and waking up every day to the routine. And, you know, sometimes being under stress because, you know, Jojo was acting out because, you know, Jojo and I both suffer from ADHD. So sometimes we both can be a handful, you know, so, uh. It just got hard, and you know, I just found myself in a state where I didn't feel like I was my best self, or I could express that to anyone. And not because my spouse made me feel that way. I just felt that way because that's just how it is. Like, as a man, you're not supposed to say how you feel, or be vulnerable, or think shit is cute. Like, you know, what I mean, there's certain words that like men feel they can't even say. You know, be like that's how toxic masculinity is sometimes. You know, and um the podcast came about because I would have conversations with one of my friends, Kev, and we would talk about how, you know, same thing, you know, parenthood and how it's hard for minority fathers to feel that we or fathers in general feel that we could express how we feel or express our vulnerability while still trying to maintain that head of household and that strong guy to have that confidence to make sure everyone else has their confidence you know so it was really hard you know it it is sometimes you know and um you know that's just how the podcast started it just became about mental health because i thought that was just the most important and it's just the least talked about thing 
Like, and I love to joke and I love to pay, but, um, you know, mental health is very important. Self-care is very important. I tell my friends all the time, like, don't forget you have a life. You know, don't forget, you know, to go out. Don't forget to, you know, take care of yourself. Or, um, especially Keanu, I tell all the time, don't forget to, you know, go get your nose done, go get your eyebrows done, stuff like that. Yeah, you know, sometimes, you know, she does disappear on me and I'll be like, what the hell you at? What happened? You know, and then she's come back, you know, with fresh ass eyebrows, you know, and I appreciate that because, you know, like, it's making her feel good and it, you know, it makes me feel good because I, I feel that, you know, she's making sure that she looks good for me. Even though I'm not saying she has to, and I know she's doing it for herself, but it makes me feel good, too, to know she feels good about how she feels in her appearance. You know, because, like, self-care is important. And, you know, we actually have a self-care line coming out that um, I feel, you know, a lot of people will enjoy. Um, yeah, we are... Working on ideas about candles and bath bombs, something that, you know, we both enjoy and we feel like are perfect things that, you know, could help you come home from a really stressful day or just come home and you want to relax. Um, the candles and the bath bombs are just perfect for that and for self-care. So we're working on that and... We're just working on trying to, you know, just better ourselves and help everyone else better themselves, too. You know, we're working on trying to get the uh, the candles and the bath bombs out. And we're working on trying to get uh, T-shirts. You know, shout out to uh, Mirzy at Mirzy, M-E-A-R-Z-Y, on Instagram, IG. You know, and DM him. You know, he made the... That is, is um, he made a couple really cool... He is a local um, Connecticut artist that did um, a couple really cool drawings for us. Um, the first one he did, the first one he did was with Devon and Ant, and those actually they turned into really cool stickers. So that was cool. And then also he did another one for us where it was Devon and I. And um, for he the was really, uh, really protection, he was able to team. make a really cool cartoon off of a picture that we had taken together. So he's just a really talented artist that we were able to come across, and really dope. So we just want to put his name out there because he's really talented. He's really so dope. He also made the graphics for the T-shirt. I don't know if you guys caught the uh, Reptar. He made that graphic, you know, from the ground up. We came up with the whole idea, the whole concept from scratch. You know, and then we just, like I said, he's just a good guy. And we just collaborated and we got that creative spark. And he put the shoes up there. I thought to throw the logo on the back. And we just vibed so well. You know, he's a he's a really, really good guy. Really good guy. Really dope. Really good artist. Which is also a part of what we're trying to do here in... The Mental Podcast Productions is find people who are locally around who have different skills and talents that they want to yes. get out to the public and the world. Um, he's just one example. You know, he's an artist, but, you know, we're here to promote singers, rappers. Um, shout out to the Balloon Bar. Yes, yeah, shout out to the Balloon Bar. Shout out to know, the Balloon they, Bar. They, they do they... events for birthdays. Um, holidays, all occasions are really, really good too. So shout out to uh, Molly. And you know, and that's the thing, man. We just here. We're trying to put other people on, man. We're not, we're not trying to 
make it seem like we're hating or anything like that or like we really just want to see everybody shine man and like you know we just want everyone to be, be successful we just want everyone to have fun everyone's out here doing things that they love i tell people all the time your life isn't meant to work take care of your kids and that's it like you can have hobbies things that you love and these loves can turn into things that can be monetized not that that's what you want to do or that is something no, you can do it it's is, just an option it is important to make sure that what you decide to do for literally the rest of your life is something that you enjoy to do exactly nobody wants to be stuck in a path a career path that they're not interested in so i'm really big on making sure that you know you're doing something that you love and and it's very important and that's like step one when it comes to mental health is making sure that you know that you you know your triggers you know what will set you off and you try to stay of course your path you know structure structure is very important i have a routine every day that i do i wake up to get the kids uh ready for the day get them their breakfast clean up the house and then do my own thing you know what i'm saying that's my routine and that that helps me you know what i'm saying and like that's what we're trying to encourage we're trying to encourage good coping mechanisms good we're trying to encourage good and positive thinking you know because that's really what it is that people don't understand that depression isn't something that you wear as a shirt or something that you see on someone's face or some something that you see on someone's leg or something like it's not a tattoo or a stain this is something that's in somebody's head this is something that someone lives with every single day and you might see them on the outside smiling and looking okay but on the inside they might be eating themselves up you have no idea the thought process that people go through, the things that people go through. That's why you know, I make it my mission. Don't piss me off, right? I know. Don't piss me off, right? But I make it my mission to be nice to everybody. I make it my mission to just try to lend that helping hand to strangers because you never know what people are going through. You never know. You know That's what I'm so saying? True. Really, you never know what people are going through. So even if it comes down to just giving a person a smile when you walk by them, or holding a door for someone, or just doing something nice, you know. It's all about putting good like, energy you know, that out shit there. Goes a long way. And when you put good energy out there, it's always gonna come back to you. So right now, no, don't be holding the doors for no motherfucking body. You well, know, yes. uh, if you can pull that <laughs> shit with your foot, pull it with your foot, because social distancing. Now is not a, a, a good time to be holding doors and stuff. But yes. when things settle down, you know. Straight up. Just be careful out there, man. Just be careful. You know, because just like just like Keanu said, man, it's dangerous out there. It's dangerous out there, and it's it's people. You know, I I, I am quick to believe conspiracies and stuff like that, but I just want people to understand that this shit is real, and that you know people are out here dying, people are out here getting sick, and that it's nothing to joke about or to conspire about. You know, just try to be safe, and that's just worry about the conspiracy theories when everybody's okay and we're thinking about this shit two or three years Just later. Just worry about self-isolating, staying at home. Facts. Don't go out unnecessarily if you don't have to. Shit, um, I dap up my kids, man. I told them, like, hey, hit me with the wash, shoulder. Wash, wash, your hands at all times. Don't touch your face. Hit me with the shoulder. Fuck out of here. I'm not, it's just, you know, I just want people just to understand that some things can't be taken as a joke and some things just shouldn't be taken lightly. And, um, you know, Corona is one of them.
Right, the Corona is definitely one of them. But uh, we're going to get into that later. You know, get that into that in the later segment. Right now, we're here to talk about mental health. That's the first part of our segment. And, um, you know, like I said, we said, it's something that's very important to us. And it's something that we want to be very important to our viewers once we get the visuals up. But especially to our, you know, our audio listeners. You know, and um, we gave, you know, the introduction of who we are. And um, while we're here, so right now, we're going to get into an article, get into a couple of statistics that we we think were important numbers we thought we should share. Give my co-host a moment to pull that up. But, I mean, it's just, like, like we said, man, you know... No, I don't. I just don't have any jokes for you because it's just, these numbers are just—it's just—they're shocking, man. It's alarming, and I'm not even joking. It's just—it's something that's very serious that we don't talk about at all, and it's things that constantly go overlooked in the black community. You know, people—you know—we we bring up mental health or feeling sad or you know not feeling our best, and like we've told you, oh, that's that white shit. You know, black people don't don't aren't depressed. You know, you know, I've heard parents say that. I've heard, you know. Like I've heard things like that said, you know. So it's, oh, and this is for for this children we're telling this to. So off rip, we were always conditioned to not feel how we truly felt. We were always conditioned to not act out on these emotions if they were sad. Yeah. You know. So um, we're just gonna get into the numbers. Go ahead, Kian. Okay. So, so what we're gonna do here is read a couple bullet points that we found from. Uh, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and it's the Office of Minority Health. Um, these bullet points um, are based off statistics that are about African Americans. So I'll start with the first bullet point that says, Poverty level affects mental health status. African Americans living below the poverty level, as compared to those over twice the poverty level, are twice as likely to report psychological distress. With that first bullet point, what they're basically saying is that African Americans that are poor or low income basically, was it twice or four times? They are twice as likely to report psychological distress. Twice as likely to have psychological distress. Hit us with the next one. And along with that, it says in 2017 that suicide was the second leading cause of death for African Americans between the ages of 15 and 24. That one is really sad. That, you know, that number always gets me because it's just 15 to 24, you know, you didn't even live your life yet. You These know, are young people. Like young people, you know, taking their life because they don't have the opportunity to speak out. They don't have the opportunity to talk to someone and feel better. You know what I'm saying? Or sometimes, you know, it ain't always. I'm not going to make it seem like it's always a black parent to say, oh, you know, we don't fuck with that depression shit. Sometimes you're a single mom who works two shifts from two different jobs and you're not as home as much as you want to so you're not even able to speak to your son or talk to your son about what's going on in his life as much as you want to it's not always just a negligent parent that's what people feel to to understand sometimes it's a parent that's just busy yeah circumstances are always different for everyone and 
the bottom line, though, is, you know, there's children, teenagers, grown people that, you know, need help. have feelings and need help with things that they don't feel even comfortable talking about. So, you know, and that's what's the, you know, the saddest part. They don't feel comfortable talking. And, you know, it's like I said, it's it's very sad. You know, it's it's just, you know, but like I said, the way I always try to look at things you know, because I, I do get in my sad bag. You know, I got a sad playlist on Spotify. I get in my sad bag sometimes, but I'll try to flip it and always try to look for a solution. I'm sad for a little bit, but I always try to look for a solution to fix things. You know, so this is sad, but we, we can't do better. You know what I'm saying? We got to do better. What's the next one? All right. Um, the next bullet point goes on to say that the death rate from suicide for African-American men was more than four times greater than that for african-american women so our african-american men are dying at four times four times higher rate than our african-american women you know that you know it, neither one of us should be dying you know neither one and, and that's the thing these these aren't deaths that attribute to you know car accidents or accidental deaths or you know overdoses these are suicides that we're talking about you know, and um, we're not here to try to speak on disorders or try to pretend like we're doctors or anything like that. You know, anything we, at all. Not even, not even close. Really wanted to create a space that you know we can talk about things, allow ourselves and the listeners to be open about feelings. You know, things that you might not feel comfortable talking about or things that you always were taught that you shouldn't probably talk about you know because talking is always the first step to even trying to understand what's going on you just have to be honest and just speak up yeah, and you know it's and i know and, and don't don't think we're trying to rush you out here and just trying to get you to hurry up and speak up because sometimes it's hard to even say some of these things to ourselves you know, yeah. and if you can't say it to your, to yourself, it's hard to say it to someone else. You know, so just find the courage in yourself to be that person that you want to be, that best person you want to be. And, you know, we're here, man. You know, you can hit us up on IG. You know, we um, once we get the visuals popping, you know, we, we'll start going um, live on Facebook where we can or IG live or, you know, any of these lives because so many of them. We're going to start going live on some of these social platforms so we can talk to some of you guys directly and, you know, you know, respond to you guys you know, directly and hear some of your questions or, you know, how you feel or some of the things that you think we should we should talk about or some of the things you think we should touch on. And, you know, with that being said, we're going to introduce our first musical break. And here at the um, MPP, yeah, let me hit that, hit that straight up. I love that one. I really do. I love that shit. You know, I need it. One more time. Anyways, here at MPP, we like to, um, you know, have musical breaks instead of, you know, playing it at the end or at the beginning. We like to have breaks in between. And, um, you know, we like to play songs that we feel, you know, are hot, we feel are dope, you know, feel like, you know, maybe are not really that shined upon. It really doesn't matter because the way we look at it is, the way we look at it is either way is dope to us. You know, yeah, these songs are just dope. These who are, doesn't love good music, right? Exactly. That's just what it is. That's just what it is. It's no explanation. It's just really good music. You know what I mean? So don't look to think, you know what I mean? That, you know, we're trying to explain anything to you guys. We just want to put you on to some good, dope-ass shit. And this first one is going to be one of my favorite songs right now that, 
you know, I don't know if people know about it, but I was put onto it, and damn it, this shit is hot. You know, so that's gonna be the first one. I'm gonna play that, and you know, we'll be back. Let's see here. This first one is by Billy. Is Eilish? Eilish. 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 There it is. Billy Eilish, and it's called uh, Everything I Want. I got everything I wanted Not what you think And if I'm being honest It might have been a nightmare To anyone who might care Thought I could fly So I stepped off the golden Say 
We're back, guys. I fucking love that song. I think that shit is so nice. Such a beautiful song. She mm-hmm. really did her thing on that. I appreciate Keith for putting me on. That shit is dope. Um, yeah, we're back. We are back with our second segment of this podcast, which is pop culture. It's with the pop culture, the pop culture, the pop 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 culture, pop culture. I don't even know. I don't even. I don't even know which one to play. I don't even know which shot to play, man. We just play some bombs on these niggas, man. It's just as loud, though. Is that too loud? I don't even know which which one to play, man. Cause I'm just so like, nah, man. Let's pop culture. Y'all ready? Y'all ready for the pop culture time? Y'all ready? I don't think they're ready, Key. I don't think they're ready, man. They don't know what it is. Nobody's bigger than the group. I'm the one selling the records. They coming to see me. They coming to see the temptations. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. You. <laughs> All right, man. So here we here, and the only thing that we can ever talk about, man, is that Corona. I call I like to call it Coronas. I just call it Coronas to be funny, but um, this shit is very serious. It's actually not funny at all. It's horrible. I hate it. Yeah, well, that's the problem, man. At this current rate, we're at sixty-eight thousand five hundred and thirty-four known Corona. Is it deaths or cases? Cases. Cases in, in the United, United States. States. Sixty-eight thousand, bruh. And, and and actually, fourth grade math, you round that shit off. That's sixty nine thousand cases, bro. Yeah, and you know what the the bad part about it is? It's just the only beginning. We, yes. we haven't even began to deal with the real issues of it yet. So. It's gonna be thousands, hundreds of thousands of more cases because you know people went to Florida. They just had to get their fucking freak on. It's had to get their freak on for fucking, uh, what was it? I don't even know because I don't dabble and shit. What was it? Uh, it's spring break. That's what it is. They had to get their shit on, man. Watch. Yeah, We're so going to tell y'all. Um, let's try to promote each other to not party right now. No. Um, you the know, fuck? the bars, the drinks, the just, it's not really necessary right hey, now look. at all. You know, it's better to just stay home be safe even if you don't think personally that you'll get sick you know i don't want to get sick so i don't want my family and friends and exactly you know i'm gonna tell y'all right now man anybody invite y'all anywhere anybody tell y'all y'all should come out y'all hit him with the kiki palmer man to say it i hope i don't sound ridiculous i don't know who this man is we don't know him. i mean he could be walking down the street i wouldn't i wouldn't know a thing (laughs) sorry to this man sorry i don't know you i am not coming engagement sir ma'am I don't care what the fuck turn up it is I would just like to point out something that I think is stressful for myself you know the news and all the doctors are saying you know stay out of groups of people 10 or less 10 or less right yeah um I work in a grocery store so I kinda it's kinda inevitable for me 
to see like a lot of people throughout the course of the day. So I guess um, I'm an essential worker. That's what they call it. So yeah, we're still open. She's essential as fuck. Dealing with all the craziness and the madness and the possible germs, and it's just scary for everyone. So I couldn't imagine being like uh, a doctor right now, or a nurse, or the first responders, nurses, everybody. And that's the bad thing, man. These guys got to be on the front lines at all times. I feel so bad because they can't help but contract this uh, virus. You know what I'm saying? Even if they, you know, even if they try their hardest not to, they have to because they have to touch these people and be around these people who have it. You know, so it's just very sad, man. You know, we they need to pray for everyone. You know, and that's why it's so important to social distance yourself from people right now. It Stay really inside is. your home. Um, keep just make sure if you, you know, you don't care or you think it's not real, just listen and self. Isolate yourself. You know, I mean, don't worry about what everyone else got on. Just try to worry about keeping you and your family safe and the people around you safe. And that is what's going to help. If we all can do that individually, we will come together as a whole and be a lot safer than we are right now. Just running around, doing whatever, going here, going there when we don't really have to. Like, I literally needed a cord for the um, the mixer and... um you know, given everything that's going on, even though places is open, I was like, I'm not going anywhere for no reason. So I literally called like six stores before I even left. I ended up not going anywhere because I was like, I'm like, thank God I didn't because I can go out and contract it looking for a cord and it's not even there. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you just got to be safe. You got to think twice, you know, and better to be safe than sorry in a time exactly. like this, you know. People might be walking around right now with it who have no idea. And that's the whole purpose of this thing. We don't know who has it. We don't know at all. We don't know much about it. So why even put yourself or your loved ones or just the society in a situation like that? It's just like, my nigga, what do we say? Stay your ass the fuck home. Yes, and continue to have good hygiene, guys. Wash your hands constantly. Wash your fucking hands. hands. Straight up. More important than you know. Yes. Stay away. Straight up. Fucking sit your ass down. Straight up. Fucking stop talking and watch Netflix. There's a lot of celebrities that are um going live on Instagram doing little like mini concerts. So it's like y'all are fucking well entertained. Disney Plus stay kicking our ass with new fucking content. Of old shit that we just fuck with. So y'all better get the nigga. I got the passcode. They don't give a fuck about password sharing. Anybody need the, the Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus? Hit me the fuck up. I got it. But stay <laughs> your ass the fuck home. Straight up. Very, very important. And, um, but you know, I, I'm glad I brought up the celebrities because someone brought up a good point that I thought I would love to get your opinion on, Key. And they said that how. This quarantine has, I guess not has, but are start, starting to make us really hate celebrities. <laughs> like, how do you feel about that? Well, I guess if anyone does feel that way, I don't feel that way. But I guess if someone was to feel that way, it would be because, you know, right now, celebrities, they can't go anywhere, so they're being more active on their social medias, and we're getting a chance to see them just in their regular 
elements at home just doing whatever and I guess being that you can't do anything either it would be kind of annoying to just sit there and watch people just be bored all day long on their phone but it's like hey what can you do you know so instead of I guess people turning it into a negative maybe just you know people are just trying to make light of it you know you know I'll tell you right now man you know because I'm a fucking hater I'll be real I am here for the Erica Baidu live concerts for the James Blake. James Blake did a really good one. It was so nice. And it's like, how I'm can here you even it. be mad? You're literally getting like a free concert. Facts. Facts. A concert for free. Now, with that being said, I don't want to motherfucking see or hear two fucking comedians doing other niggas' impressions. I, if I want to see Shaq talk, I'll watch Shaq's fucking IG story. I don't want to motherfucking hear you do Shaq impressions. Fuck. I don't want to hear... What's that nigga name that looked like um, a light-skinned Chris Rock? He played Chris Rock real good, and he do Jay-Z, and he does... Uh, what was it? Afeon Crockett? Yeah. I don't want to fucking see Afeon Crockett do fucking Jay-Z for the 18th time. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like at this point, people don't know what they're doing. And Facts. I want to see it. This craziness, but you know. I guess, man. They just fucking bored, man. And they, they're oversaturating themselves. Sit your ass down. Go do what fucking Jared Leto did. Go put your phone the fuck down and forget everything, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Sit your ass down. Straight up. God, you missing all these drops, Kiana. You missing all these drops. I'm tired. But no, I, in all seriousness, these are all jokes, you know, because, you know, I um I laugh. It's, it is really funny to hear people do Shaq because for some reason they always make him sound like an idiot. He's like a very sharp, smart man. And he's huge, man. I don't get why niggas always joking on Shaq like he can't beat their ass. This nigga like 7'9 or something like that. I'm sure he would have no problem doing that. Yo, I, these niggas love joking on him. They're lucky he got a sense of humor. But, um... I guess this brings us to our next uh, pop culture topic. And um, I want to get your opinion. And everyone's opinion. How do you guys feel about TV cheating? You know, say your girl at work, she been working, you know what I mean? Just, and they, the same shifts, it was just the opposite of your shift. So the one day y'all get a chance to watch it, y'all don't watch it that day. But you happen to have that day off the next day. Now, is it TV cheating to watch that episode while she at work? Well, obviously, TV cheating is real. It's a real thing. Like It definitely is. If we start a show together and we're both interested in it and, you know, you want to watch it, but I can't watch it. Like, I'm going to expect you to wait until I can come home and watch it. Like, because otherwise it's like, it's not fair. Like, but I can say, just a one more point that there are certain shows that I don't care about though. Like if Facts, you want to watch it without me, that's fine. But for the most part, won't even put it on me there. We watch that shit together. Facts. But see, and that's the thing, man. Like, cause it's like, man, there would be sometimes I'd be in this motherfucker stress because I'd be like, yo, the new shit just came out. If I don't watch that shit, Twitter is gonna fucking spoil that shit for me. So if I don't watch it, I'm going to find out what happened anyway. so true. Do not expect 
to watch a, a, a show that's popular and think that you can be on any type of social media, ex- especially Twitter, because they will ruin it for you. Twitter, you know, it's not a problem. So, it's not a problem, but Twitter has a thing of loving to watch things as a group. Which is cool, but just make sure that if you don't want to have it spoiled for you, that you know, you're prepared to see the whole show being explained to you right there. <laughs> Facts. Man, I found out Wes died. Even though, and that's what pissed me the fuck off, because I found out he died and that he was still alive, both on Twitter. They we're, both we're they spoiled both about, those episodes. Um, how to get away with murder here? Years apart. They spoiled that. those episodes years apart. How? Uh, yeah. It, it, it's it's yeah. It's it's rough, but yeah. Uh, Netflix cheating is real. TV show cheating is real. Um, it's just crazy that you really think that because yeah. it's like well. Why? If you start a show with someone, why would you think it's okay to just finish it without them? Well, not finish it, but it's just if the if I'm gonna rewatch it over, what's the what's the problem with me watching it? You know, that's that's not the point. It's not exciting for the both of us if one of us already knows what's gonna happen. It's the purpose of watching something new together and being excited together. That's See? what I think. And this is how you get into arguments because it's damn near literally cheating because you lie and you got to act surprised when you've seen the, the, the crazy shit and niggas are going to see on your face that you've seen it before. You ain't shocked. They ain't no shock value. You 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 was not crying when Ghost Lawyer got killed. When he got shot up by the time, you wasn't crying. Well, you know what? Have your own personal show then. I think if you feel like you're going to go ahead and watch the show without that person then maybe you should just have a couple shows where you it's a show for you something to pass the time you know facts she's 100% right so that you don't I gotta have, step on any toes about you know I have sex education I'm currently on season 2 right now I watch that you know I halfway kind of watch Game of Thrones with her we have been watching it together but she, I know she don't mind if I watch one without her because this shit is crazy you know so it, it, you gotta do that man because like it's cool to have shows together, but we do have to have our own shows. Cause I can't be waiting around forever. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, when it was Power Night, because Power was fucked up. This Power had us fucked up because niggas could watch that shit on Saturday. So, niggas were spoiling that shit a whole day before it's fucking so 24 unfair. hours before you could even possibly see it. So unfair. Niggas is spoiling that shit. You know what I mean? So, you had to really avoid Twitter for, like, the whole weekend until you've seen it. So, we literally, every single weekend, we had to make sure we watched Power as ASAP. Because it, if you didn't, it's going to get ruined for you. It sucks. Like, fuck FOMO. It ain't even about FOMO. They just literally robbing us. Like, they're robbing us of the opportunity to see it in real time or see it in the, at our own all time, I used to say. Yeah, if you don't just don't spoil things for people you know it's not hard to enjoy things and keep them to yourself for a little bit you know give people a chance to live their lives before they just jump in and watch some show 10 minutes after it came on tv like some people need some time exactly so just don't spoil it don't ain't no point ain't no point all right with that being said we're going to get into our next pop culture topic, which is this day in history. Why didn't you have a bigger comeback than Soldier Boy? 
What? I, me personally? Why? Because he was locked up. Yes. Okay, he, I was locked up too, nigga. They came up with a number one record. The Drake beef. Look yo! Crossed, look how he crossed over. Yo, Meek Mill ain't beef for Chris Brown and was finna box with Floyd Mayweather. He would be with Drake, the biggest rapper in the world. Drake? 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 <laughs> Drake? The nigga that got bodied by Pusha T? The nigga that hiding his kid from the world, but his world want to hide from the kid? Arby Graham in the wheelchair? Drake? Yes! Y'all niggas better stop playing with me. <laughs> stop playing me like I ain't teach Drake everything he know. Hold on, you taught Drake everything he know. Y'all ain't hear Drake on his first song. Tell me what's really going on. Drizzy Drake back history. in his thing already. What's that? That's oh, soldier. Shit. That's oh, my bar. Shit. He copied my oh, whole fucking shit. flow. That's history repeats phone. itself. He copied my whole fucking flow. Oh, history word for word, bar for bar. All right, guys. This day in history. First off, today it is Diana Ross's birthday. Shout out to Tracy um, Ellis Ross's mom. We love her. She's amazing. She's a wonderful person. You know, she's just a fucking queen. And you know It's a queen's birthday and they man they both are They really are I love them both Like y'all gotta realize man This this lady found Bro she found Jackson Fire my nigga. Like if you go back And listen to their old albums Her name is they, She presents them Like You know what I'm saying like, Bro Come on man Just like we, we just gotta do it We gotta do it We gotta do it Put it in key. That's what she said. Yeah, dude. It's the Queen's birthday, man. Uh. What are they building this? Come on. Ooh. Uh. Shout out to real Queen. Oh. And just to put it out there, real queens are born in March. Yes, they are. Very season. Alright, and actually, there's another famous person right there. He's another pioneer. He set the road. He set the. He set the lane, man. Yeah, they took over, kid. It's a real one birthday. Happy birthday, Juvenile, man. They took over for the 99. For the 99 and the 2000. And we're taking over for the 19 and the 2020. Is y'all outside? Is y'all outside? Who's outside? Hmm? Who's outside? Who's outside? Slow motion for me, slow motion for me, moving 
Niggas outside, kid. Niggas wasn't outside for this. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't even outside for this shit. Now, now we was outside. It was like middle school. I was outside in dirt, man. Okay. Alright, man. We also, you know, a little sad news, man. Easy E died. Well, I think it said 1995 on this day, you know. So, man, he found these niggas, man. It was easy, man. It was easy. Y'all ready? Niggas don't know to see the key. RIP, easy. Just go with anything, man. Go with anything. Hey, yo, doctor, here's another proper track, and it's fat. Watch the sniper. Time to pay the piper. And let that real shit provoke. Okay. So you so wanna be low, then you can smoke. Then I hope that your fans understand when you talk about brand me. The same records that you... R.I.P., R.I.P. All right, some other facts on this day in history, 326 2020 In 1983, the polo vaccine was found. You know what I mean? I felt like that was very important to say because, um, you know, given the climate right now, shit is serious. That's you know? an interesting one right there. It is interesting. You know, and also in 1983, MJ premiered the moonwalk for the first time to this wow. song gotta love mj at love motown MJ. 25 that nigga slid across that damn stage so fucking smooth and i believe that everyone can agree one of the best like moments in pop culture period facts i would say the only person up there entertaining wise that can even say they on the level of mj is beyonce beyonce that's the it one. No one else. Other than that, Michael will have it forever. That's it. She was more like beauty queen. Yeah, that's how sweet this nigga came in. He ain't had to do it like that. Had to do that shit like that. My last fun fact: in 2003, LeBron James won the All-American MVP McDonald's MVP. With 27 points, 7 rebounds, and 7 assists. Says a high school student. LeBron James is a beast. Always will be the GOAT. Always. Taco Tuesday. For my guy. But, uh, yeah, he's the best, man. You know, LeBron James, um, he's a fucking legend, man. I'm telling you, he didn't go down better than, than MJ. I love MJ, but I'm telling you, he didn't go down better than MJ. All right, so um, thank you for those facts. What do you have next for us? Uh, it's actually your break. Your musical break, so I want you to introduce your track. Alright, you guys. The track that I have for you guys today is um, a track that I love right now. What's um, it called again? Let's get <laughs> Sorry about that. 
Um, it's a song called Show Me Love by Alicia Keys and Miguel. Yeah, that's and a sweet ass song. Yeah, man. I really love the song. I It's a really nice, soft song, really sweet. It's really nice, dope. Like slow vibe. And I just think it's like a really beautiful song with beautiful lyrics. It really is. And, you know, I just thought it would be a nice, slow R&B song that I could share. Like me freaking on a weekend. Show me love. I eat up the second times and reasons for your love. This is not the season for nobody else but us. I always get wrapped up in you, baby. I'm in love. Gonna get this love like we never done it. Baby, I'm in love. Go ahead, show me love like we never done it. Oh, I got you running every time I give you some. Show me love. love. Show me Red lights, and you crashed in it like a deer inside of headlights. Yeah, I saw you love like you was passionate. I just wanna bask in it, winning it like a championship. You gon' show me love like, like you tried it and denied it, but you still let me apply it. Like I made you put your ties in. Show me love, even when you don't got time. To, I'll be there to find you. I'll remind you. Show me love. Like we freaking on a weekend, show me love I eat up the seconds, times and reasons for your love This is not the season for nobody else but us I always get wrapped up in you, baby, I'm in love We gon' get this love like we never done Baby, I'm in love Go ahead, show me love like we never done it Ooh, I got you running Every time I give you some Show me love Uh, quickie but goodie It's called Soon As I Get Home By Brent Fires. I've been riding home But soon as I get home You gon' ride till infinity I've been sliding home But soon as I get home I live life on the wrong But soon as I get home You gon' ride till infinity I've been riding home But soon as I get home 
first one i'm gonna try to explain this where it doesn't seem weird like there's a lot of posts that i see people do like on facebook where they share and this like the question is like hey how old are your kids and what's their names and you're supposed to share it and you know say oh my kids is john and blah 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 and they're five six seven or um how old was your mom when she had you and how old were you when you had your first kid you know, it, it's kind of cute to an extent until I kept seeing it. And I just started to think, like, what if it's P 
people who are asking these questions to get basically your answers to your security questions to like your credit card your banks like try to basically steal your identity like because you got to realize man it take all you need is a little bit of information about someone to do a deep dive and y'all know what i'm talking about how many times have you seen a nigga and you told your best friend about that nigga and she found that nigga on every social media in five minutes Kiana is the top FBI agent in our field. <laughs> she goes hard in her work. She's going to be promoted to um, from field agent to detective because she's so fucking good. Yeah, um, I I I participated in things like that before, where it's just some cute little thing, where it's basically asking you all these questions that nobody would really care about. I guess exactly. But it's, it's, they word it cute so you just want to participate like I've done it before plenty of times you want to you want to feel inside I get it I get it but um, then at the same time it's like these are like anything in my opinion anything where they ask you something about your mom is always a red flag because nine times out of ten that's always the first security question oh uh, your mom's maiden name where was your mom's hometown in my opinion I just think it's a red flag and I just think that those are just those are certain things you just shouldn't divulge and you know i'm a little bit different because i don't put any of my business really on social media and that's due to not wanting some certain people that i won't speak of in my business but um i just it's grown and became a habit for me to not put bad or good i literally say it constantly people always think i'm joking i'm only on social media for the jokes other than that like you know, I you know, obviously I share real issues and stuff like that. I but mean, social media is a place where I feel like, yeah, you can use it how you use it or you can use it just so you can have a way to keep in contact with family or old friends, whatever the case may be, you know. It was never a really big problem in the past putting Facts. information about yourself online. But because we live in an age that we do now where, you know, there's a lot of cyber crime and a lot of ways now with technology being so crazy like it is like it's really 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 easy to get personal information out of people so you know it's not like it's a bad thing if you answer the questions do the surveys whatever but it's just just like a little point to be kind of careful with the information or the photos that you you choose to share with the world you You gotta be careful keep in mind just got to be careful because you just never know you never know <coughs> all right guys moving on to moving on to our next conspiracy this is a good one and um this this topic is funny this topic was on my list of topics when i first did the pre-production literally a year ago i wrote the pre-production because i i tell you i am king of putting all my ducks in a row before i get like i had all this shit written out before i even had the equipment like you know what i mean i literally we shot the family matters um no what was it it was all in the family podcast trailer before i had any of anything to do it <laughs> so you know because i always jumped the gun but this topic i thought would be a cool topic um a lot of people told me to stay away from it but i want to talk about it so let's and hear it what is it uh tiana taylor alicia keys kaylani who we know they have big shot energy if you don't know what big strap energy means it's like 
well, I guess first I got to explain what big dick energy is first for you to understand what big strap energy is. Big dick energy is like Kiana came home from work. She's like, fuck, Devon told me to get dinner and I fucking totally forgot it, but I'm all literally right here at the street. But when she walked in the house, literally I had ran out and got dinner for her because I knew she'd forget because she'd be running late for work. That's big dick energy. Do you know what I'm saying? You know, just just good positive energy. That's big dick energy. Dick energy is when you come home and the whole house is clean. You got a bubble bath ran for you, man. That's big dick energy. So going over into big strap energy. To me, I don't know who what's the definite definition of like the the concrete definition, but my definition is a woman who can who could do both. And that's a woman who, you know what I mean? She can show up in the suit, like Janelle Monet, or she can show up in a dress too, like Janelle Monet. That's big strap energy. She can do it both. She pulling the nigga and the bitch. You know what I'm saying? She pulling both of us. You know what I'm saying? We going together. This is a group ever. I ain't even know it was going to be like this. She, she, she called you over. I ain't even know you rock like that, man. We've been married for 30 years. Fucking out here about to eat some coochie. You telling me you don't even like it at the boot? You about to eat some coochie? Because Janelle, Janelle Monet done walked up. You know what I mean? But we wasn't even talking about Janelle Monet. The topic is Tiana Taylor, Alicia Keys, and Kaylani. And I bring up Tiana because I don't know if y'all remember. I pay attention to everything on social media. A couple years back, maybe last year, two years ago, it doesn't matter. Tiana popped up on the gram. Looking like a black fucking Guy Fury. She had the short haircut, the flame shirt, but she wasn't alone. She was in the club and she was gripping an ass that was not Iman's. It was Dre's ass. Everyone knows Dre's ass and tits. We see it every week on the, on the IG. We see it every week. We know that we know that ass and tits. She was gripping that ass. I mean, gripping it like. She was trying to spread the lips. The inside, not the backs. The inside. You know, I'm being nasty right now, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know. Y'all know. So, but they didn't even the problem. You know what I mean? Because celebrities like to do that. It's, it's known for women to have crushes on women without being deemed as gay. You know? So, we wasn't worried about them hurricane pads. We didn't care about that. What we cared about... Is when Iman Shepard came through the fucking comments. And he was like. That I. This is what we doing. I bitch. Bet. You know what I mean. And I'm the young man. It, he he deleted him. He was like yo nah I'm overreacting. I'm just joking. Blah blah blah. Nah. To me that told me one thing. She fucking She is. She's getting that coochie. Cause you know they said they do threesome. She made that threesome song. She said they do threesome. I don't. I think she got a couple by herself. And and you know they say that's what happens when you do threesomes. They say that's what happened. Somebody fall in love. Somebody get over and do. Somebody do it, take it a little too far. It, that's what's always said. So yeah, man. I. I that's my that's my case on, on Tiana. That's my case on Tiana. Now, we're gonna fast forward to this case. 
Shit, now this is OG strap energy. This is OG strap energy because y'all don't remember, man. When Alicia first came out, she had to she had the braids. She had the braids and she was oozing strap energy, nigga. This is back before we knew what it was. This is back before it was okay. She was giving the vibes early. Yeah, her record label, her mother, whoever it was, her publicist, her you know, whoever it was, he they shut that down fast. They shut that down fast. And then she went, she got Laying the hair down, she got rid of the, the 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 braids with the fucking with the shell beads. She got rid of that shit, and she got married. But now I feel like she's back in the back strip and strap bag because she solidified in her position as a woman when it comes to her her man. So she just gets away with just just oozing it. I mean, when I man, I'm telling you, Alicia. Alicia is another one of those girls that is leaving with you and your girl. And you ain't even know how it happened. You ain't even know. You ain't even know. She just slipped up. Now, 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 now you, you watching. You, you were supposed to be involved. But now you so amazed that it even happened. You watching. Tell me. Now we're going to move on to Kaylani. Now we're going to her long because we already know that she goes both ways. We know. Kaylani be out here getting the bitches. She does, and we 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 want her to. We love it. We love we love Kaylani. Kaylani is a bad one. You see it, man. Keeps. I treat Kaylani like little B. She can have my girl. Have it. Take it. All right. That's enough. That's enough of my. My sexual big strap energy conspiracy. We're gonna move on to the next one, which I, I now nah, just another topic that has been on my list for a while because I felt I need to talk about it because I fuck with this dude at one point. Like you can't t- say anything wrong about this dude at one point, and that's the King Kanye West cult, church cult. It's the church cult. You know what I'm saying, and, bro? At, and like I said, man, at first I I said it as a joke. I said, "Yo, this definitely gonna turn into a cult. It just seems like a cult. I just don't understand because this is not Christianity. It's not Baptist. This is not Catholic. This is a religion to, to derive for, of itself. It's it's its own religion." Honestly, it's just wrong to be trying to make gospel music out of songs that are literally songs of the earth and you know it's just it doesn't make much sense you know i don't give a fuck i'm but sorry i'm not gonna lie and say that i haven't bumped to a couple of them because i have i i do like maybe two songs yeah but the- recently but i'm i overall i can go without it you know i could delete it tomorrow and i'd even think twice about it but i just feel like I don't want to fucking hear fucking a genuine song turn to fucking Christian, bro. I don't want to hear that shit. I could get that. I don't want to hear I that understand. shit. I don't want to fucking hear it. I don't want to hear it. Nobody else want to hear that shit. a little bit um, disrespectful. Yes. How is that cool? How is this... 
this is what Jesus wanted? You telling me to... Yo. Man, don't... Look. I and I, I, He fell so hard. This is my nigga. This is my dude. I went and seen him twice in one concert. This is my guy. But he is a fucking coon. He's an idiot. He is an idiot. Idiot. And quite frankly, this nigga talking about... I support Trump, but I don't follow fucking... Um, I don't follow uh, politics. Like, yo, black community, we got to let him go. Like, he, he's not our man no more. She what Future say? Say it again, Future. She belongs to the streets. He belongs... She belongs to the streets. To the streets. Straight up. Fuck out of here, man. Let this nigga go. I don't give a fuck how good the music is. Like y'all, 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 like morals got it. Y'all have got to have morals, man. Shit, y'all got to stand for shit. Y'all got to stand for something. I don't give a fuck how good bump and grind bump. I ain't bumping that shit no more, nigga. I ain't bumping it no more. I ain't playing it no more. Or Kelly ain't getting. He getting zero plays in this motherfucking house, nigga. And that's and that's even on the radio, nigga. That is one person I can say that. I will forever go the rest of my life never playing Ever. one of his, his songs again. Which sucks. Because this is music. Good. Whatever. Not good enough for me to sit there and support Fuck it. someone like that. So I don't even give it. It's not know, worth it. It don't even matter. It don't even matter to me. It doesn't even matter. I know. Y'all can have that shit. Y'all can have his music. Y'all can have your opinions about him. R. Kelly is who I'm talking about now. You know, Kanye West, whatever. He's still questionable if y'all want to fuck with him or not. But this nigga, R. Kelly, he is fucking cast on my book. And family, y'all want to fuck with him? We can argue, whatever. Fuck y'all niggas. Deadass. I don't fuck with y'all. Don't talk to me at the family reunion. Y'all fuck with that nigga. Y'all want to bump and grind? Bump and grind alone. 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 No bumping, grinding over here. We Not with me. That over here. At all. At all. What y'all niggas know? Fuck that. All right, guys. With that being said, that's it's, we're going to slide into another musical break, and this song is going to be one of my personal favorites. You know, I um. I you know I I am very big on putting on people songs I feel like they haven't listened to or wouldn't listen to on their own. So um, this one is "Problem with You" by Sabrina Claudio. Was I Problem with you is that you're all that I dream about 
comes on it comes up my shuffle i will play that shit like fucking eight times in a row she hates that shit she hates it there's still a little reverb on that do a little echo where that shit at do a little echo is that it i like that right there Keanu ain't here no more but i wanted to get the the voice right anyway because we're here for our last meg segment <laughs> it's called story time Corny, I know. But, you know, I'm just going to tell you guys, and he's either going to be me or one of the hosts, or he's a special guest who we have. I'm going to tell you a fucking crazy ass story that you probably would think isn't true, but it's 100% true. All right. Y'all niggas ain't ready. Get my bombs ready. Y'all ready? Straight up. Y'all ready? Straight up. All right, let's go. Alright man, I guess you know, <laughs> we just start with a story where I basically partied in a terrorist house. Yes. I partied in a fucking US terrorist literally US terrorist house. This nigga is in jail right now for attempted terrorism. More than positive that nigga would either never get out or get shipped to his country. But I guess I can start with the fact that he was my neighbor. When I was in Shelton, I was known in high school to throw really dope parties. I was known to, you know I mean, just have like 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 people just shoved in either my house or some random house that I broke into. Shout out to Breaking the Entry, B&E Gang, the shit serious. But so, he was my neighbor and um, he was Muslim. Uh, his he had a wife, a kid, and a mother-in-law. The wife, the kid, and mother-in-law left, I would say, maybe two or three months. When he did, this is in 2010. So they left, I would say, maybe late 2009. And, you know, he said they went back to their country, and, you know, he was going to go join them. He was just trying to sell the house first. So, um, you know, eventually, we just noticed that it seemed like he never came back. It was like he left one day. Literally, and just like he just, the house just seemed abandoned. The, the grass started to grow. The mail was overflowed. So, like black people, we went into that shit. <laughs> and 
And, you know, we checked it out. He, yo, the whole place was just, like, ransacked. It seemed like someone, like some movie shit. Like, someone, like, everyone had fucking packed up and just was out. Like, they grabbed everything that was essential and, and was out. They searched through everything, looking for what was most valuable. Like, everything was just ransacked before we even ransacked for it. And I didn't, I felt like, you know, because we, you know, we lived next door. There, there weren't people coming by, breaking into it. It wasn't like that. Like, I think we got in through a window. So, say, like, ain't nobody out here doing that. Like, definitely not in broad daylight. Um, but, you know, obviously our black asses is. <laughs> Drop a fucking bomb for that. Ow. Ain't the bomb. Sorry about that. Drop a bomb for that shit. We was out here breaking in that shit. We was doing that shit. Anyways, though. So, uh, yeah, you know, we ran through everything. It was ransacked. So, that was perfect opportunity for me for what I had going on. So, I threw two parties in it. The first one got blown up. No, it was nice. I would say like 40, 50 people. My brother came, charged at the door like $3. We had a DJ. I think we had jello shots. It was nice. It was real nice. Uh, it got blown up pretty quickly, though, because people just don't know how to shut the fuck up. I'm just like, yo, could you, do you have to exit and enter the party so motherfucking loud? Be loud in there, but not outside. Not in front of the neighbors. Why you got to park over here? They Whatever, they blew it up. You know, but the police just let everybody run away. Um, it was a second party. I threw one there like a couple months later where they ain't let niggas run away. And that's why I learned my lesson where you can't be nice to people. Because I threw the, uh, it was a fucking banger. I had the DJ in there. It stopped the music. had a little dance party. It was so dope. It was, man, come on, man. Yo, y'all niggas think I'm exaggerating. Y'all ass around if I was known for his parties, nigga. It was dope. It was a good one. It was a good one. Shit got blown up. And whatever. Long story short, I got a ticket. Right? And, you know, I fucking actually end up. I think, yeah, I ended up going to jail for like an hour because that shit. Because they caught me and they said, oh, what's your name? And I lied. But they said, nigga, that ain't your name. (laughs) We ran it back. That dude don't exist. So what is your name? And, you know, they got me. But. You know, it actually came out literally like four months later that my neighbor, the person who lived next door, attempted to, you know, blow up an SUV. Not an SUV, I think it was an expedition. He blew, he attempted to, you know, blow up a car bomb in fucking Times Square. He failed, thank God. But this nigga really tried to blow us the fuck away. What the fuck? Man, yo, and it's crazy because it's that you just don't know people. Because I kid you not, I'm not even trying to be funny. He was the nicest guy. He was a nice guy. Let me use his lawnmower. You know what I mean? That you know, he's just the nicest dude, man. Didn't seem like he caused a problem, but this nigga was fucking pissed. He was mad. He was he was upset. Like this nigga, like I guess his brother died in Iraq due to you know the war. I guess his brother was uh. Uh, rebel, so he died, and that nigga wanted revenge. He was done. He was ready. Like he was ready. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, he failed the tip, but yeah, man, Susie got Susie, my mom. She got interviewed by Good Morning America, or no, it was Larry King. Should have uh, called in to him. Got free tickets to Good Morning America. That's what it was to see Mary J. Blige, her girl. 
know what I'm saying? I was on channel four or five. I can't remember. I ain't even see myself. Dumbass. Then you forgot to tune in. But um, yeah, it was a little bit of a spectacle, man. Because like he lived there and he was dead ass the terrorist. So it was crazy. You know, it shit don't happen in the valley. So, you know, they talked about it for a while. But yeah, man, that was that's my first crazy ass story, man. That is my crazy ass story. So, here we are. I had another one. Let me see. Let me go down my list. I'm on my own today with the crazy ass stories. Nobody wanted to, you know what I mean? Nobody wanted to do with me. Oof. I got a good one. Man, when I tell you, cause and then this is why I said this is a crazy ass story, because you wouldn't believe that this shit is true. So, when I worked at Norwalk Hospital in 2007, 16 to 17, before Demi was born, um, I had a co-worker whose name I'm going to say his name because I'm going to edit it out later. Um, I had a co-worker whose and um, this nigga was the quintessential ratchet. Ghetto ass nigga, man. Nameplate earrings, nigga. Rolex on the wrist, nigga. Like... Look at like Remy and Hennessy every fucking weekend, nigga. Strip club every weekend, nigga. Out here spending dough, nigga. Him and girl got a battle who gonna babysit on the weekend because we both trying to go out, type shit. You know what I mean? Just trying to set the mood of who, what type of, type of nigga you fucking with. You know what I mean? So I can tell you this story. So you know what I mean? Cause he he I I only work Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You know what I mean? So he's like, yeah, man, let me tell you what Shorty did, man, yesterday. This is Saturday. He was telling me Friday. He was like, yo, now she know her day to go out is Thursday. She ain't go out on Thursday. She know Friday, that's my day. I'm talking like this because that's how he talk. He, she know Friday, that's my day. She thinks she going to slide up. I knew what I peep game. He's like, I peep game, D. I knew what it was when she was sliding through the text trying to be nice. I knew what it was she was trying to slide out. Nah. Man, as soon as I got in there, I went straight to the bathroom, grabbed my clothes, took a shower. I started getting dressed, doing my thing. You know what I mean? She looking for an argument, D. This him telling me. She looking for an argument. I'm like, what you mean, man? What you mean she looking for an argument? She looking, D. Coming up to me. Oh, you gonna go in? You gonna come in and just start getting dressed? You not gonna say what up to your son? I, I America. This nigga looked me dead in my face and he said, "D, I told her straight up. Yo, why I gotta go say what up to him and he sleep? He ain't gonna hear me anyway." I'm like, this nigga ain't playing. This nigga is wow. This nigga, I'm like, yo, he got, I mean, bro, you do got a point. You do got a point, my nigga. You know, he, he sleep. How can he say what up if he sleep? He said, yeah, man, she wildin'. I brushed that shit off. So I was like, you know what? This is him talking. He's like, you know what? Because he, he lives in, in PT. <clears throat> in Bridgeport, he lives in PT. So he's like, you know what? I just went over to mommy crib. You know, I told you mommy lived like two houses down. He went over to mommy crib. He said, I just got dressed there. He's like, so let me tell you how she wildin'. I'm like, how mommy wildin', bro? He's like, D, let me tell you. As soon as I get in there, 
I'm getting dressed. Finish getting dressed. You know what I mean? I just got to put on my extra shit. Mommy like, uh, you know, are you going to go meet your blank so she can bring the baby over? He's like, he's like, dude, I look at my mom straight in her face. And I'm like, yo, I ain't signed up for that babysitting shit. You signed up to watch him. So you go pick him up. Like, yeah, that's between y'all two. That don't got nothing to do with me. He's like, D, I pieced it on mom too. I went to Shorty House four houses down. I'm like, yo. This nigga ain't fucking playing. When I tell you, this was the most ignorant story I ever heard in my life. And that shit has stuck with me. For three years now. Three years. Bro. I'm telling you. So I keep clearing my throat, man. But I'm telling y'all. Ass around, man. I am not a liar. Ass around, man. Ass around and you're going to figure out the truth, man. You're going to come back to me and I'm going to be like. Did I lie? Did, did I? I lie? Did, did I lie? I did not. I didn't lie. I didn't. <laughs> Y'all niggas dope. Oh, man. Oh, man, that's my crazy ass stories for today, man. That's it. So, here we are. And this, we are on our last musical break. And it comes from Kiana. She's not here, so I'm introducing it for her. And it is Them Changes by Thundercats. So, I gotta find that song. Thundercats are really dope artist, man. I don't know if you guys ever got a chance to listen to him, but he's really, really, really dope. And right here is one of his songs that is really dope. I think you guys should give it a listen to it. It's called Them Changes. Stay tuned. We got more content coming. We have 
just so much. I'm not even gonna get into it, man. And we got uh, episode two of the, po- of the podcast coming soon because you know y'all niggas in home. Not doing nothing. We know y'all niggas in the home during quarantine time. So we're gonna try to have that content ready for you guys. And we're gonna try to have episode two ready and out here for you guys. So we appreciate it, man. And until next time.